0: They booed Orbit. They booed Kyle Tucker. They booed Dusty Baker and Jordan Alvarez, the entire coaching staff. That's okay. The Boo Birds came out. You know what they're upset at? They're upset because we have a second half coming at you, and we're not stopping. Let's talk about Dana Brown's targets for the trade deadline on this edition of Lockdown Astros. Keep booing. Alvarez. It's a high drive center field. Beer leans back. This game is turned upside down. There's the runner. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. Hello and welcome to Locked On Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H Town Wheelhouse Chancey.
1: We are Locked on Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked on Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at EricTalkStroze. Find the show at Locked on Astros. Your team every day. Brett,
0: where can to find you at? They can find me at H H10 Wheelhouse on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. They can find me at Stroze411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Stroze. Keep booing because the Astros are coming for your team, baby. Let's go. Alrighty. Every time you talk today, I'm just going to keep on doing this. No, not every time. No, I don't want to be that much like the players, but go ahead, Eric.
1: All righty. So uh, guys, thank you for making the Locked On Astros podcast your first listen every day, whether it's on YouTube. Go ahead and make us your first listen. Become an everyday or somebody that listens to the Locked On Astros podcast. Well, every day. I know it's uh, off day. The Astros aren't playing. In fact, are, in fact, uh, Her- Hector Neris and Christian Javier were enjoying um, some um, off time and that's that's great. It's good to see them resting. And we hope that y'all got some time to relax away from baseball because the baseball season gets a little stressful so it's good to kind of take a step back and just enjoy your family do stuff that you don't get to do during regular season uh, like catch up on the Lockdown Astros podcast so today we're going to talk about some announcement that MLB made that the Astros would be playing outside of the country this next year and I don't mean Canada. Uh, Also, we look ahead towards the matchup versus the Angels. And what did Dana Brown say about the trade deadline? Uh, He's kind of veering a little bit off what he said earlier. And we're going to take a look at day three of the MLB draft. So all these things are basically what we're going to be addressing on this episode of the Locked on Astros podcast that begins now. So Brett, I don't know if you heard it, but next year we're going to hear, we're going to see Jordan Alvarez hitting fly balls that are going to never stop down in Mexico city because we're playing our regional, uh, what do they call regional um, competitors rivals in the Colorado (laughs) Rockies. (laughs) Yes.
0: Well, you know, it's interesting. A lot of home runs were hit this this year. And I think the, I, I forget how many feet of home runs were hit. It was astronomical. Um, it was the Padres, and who did they play? It
1: was Padres, and I want to say it was the Giants, I want to say. Yeah,
0: look, like... all, all I know is they hit a ton of home runs. So they take a team, Colorado Rockies, who are used to high altitude, and say, let's send you higher. And <laughs> Jordan Alvarez is going to hit a 500-plus-foot home run in that game. I'm actually excited that the Astros get to do that. Look, if Jose Architi survives on this roster and to steal with this team, Eric, I really think it'll be cool to see him play against his his team um in in Mexico City or you know to see him play in his country in in Mexico City because he is a Mexican-born player. But this is, you know, this is fun. I'm glad we didn't get picked for the uh the Britain series cuz that's that's kind of a long trip in the middle of the season, jet lag and all that stuff, but heck, we saw a team in the Cardinals Kind of take care of business on us on a couple games, it seemed like, even after coming back from their trip to London. So good for the Astros. Look, I think they hit a ton of tanks. I think if everybody's healthy, it's going to be a slugfest, and it's going to be a fun exhibition. Well, not exhibition. I mean, it's going to be a a fun set of games for sure.
1: Yes, uh, definitely. So um, in the 2019 series, uh, season, the Astros did face the Angels in two games in Monterey um, from May f- 4th through to 5th. So this will be the second time they've played internationally. And so uh, next year on the 27th and 28th, they're going to be Playing the Rockies, uh, of course, in Mexico City. So this is definitely going to be a, uh, a series that a lot of people are going to be waiting for. Um, I don't know if this is something that a lot of Astros fans would travel for, but uh, this is what Jim Crane had to say. The Astros are excited to return to Mexico for international play in 2024, especially Hispanic fan base and community is incredibly important to us and they represent some of the best fans in baseball. We look forward to showcasing and celebrating our players with the loyal fans in Mexico city. So,
0: yeah, no, yeah, definitely. And again, it's, it's good for the game to travel internationally. And so definitely looking forward to that, but you know, Eric, we launch into this second half of the season and someone even mentioned it here um, in the chat. I like our schedule in the second half. I I, I think it's favorable after the break. You've got guys Mm -hmm. that you're nursing back to health, um, and we'll talk about that as we talk a little bit about the Angels series and who's pitching. But it looks like Urquidy and Alvarez and Altuve are going to be getting some starts at AAA Sugarland. So Sugarland's going to see a definite uptick in their attendance whenever they see these major leaguers come through and do rehab starts and things like that. So um, just, just so looking forward to this. I mean, look, just in this month before we launch into the Angels series for the rest of this month, the angels, the Rockies, the Oakland A's, Texas at home, Tampa, and then we finish out Cleveland in August, New York, Baltimore gets a little dicey there. Angels, Miami, Seattle, Boston, Detroit, and then Boston again, um, finish out August. So those aren't, you've got some solid matchups, but you've got a lot of matchups that you really should do well. And once Alvarez and Altuve and Arquiti are back, I think you're going to see a lot of success out of this team in the second Mm -hmm. half.
1: All right, yeah, and on the 25th versus Rangers, it's going to be Hello Kitty night, so um, make sure, I mean, you will, may laugh, but those um, actual bobbleheads go out, go out for a lot of money, so uh, make sure you go ahead and uh, get the add-on for the Hello Kitty night, so it's actually cool. You can hover uh, and see all the different promotions and everything, so guys, yeah, the Astros have some... Um, ability to gain some ground on the rangers right now especially playing the rangers for three games and uh the rays the rays are actually um like doing pretty good they're like right behind the or uh, the Rays the Braves overall so I know they at beginning of season they went on this hot streak but the Braves have been playing unbelievable baseball so the Rays are a great team the Rangers are a great team the Guardians are not that much but if the playoffs were if the season were to end right now you would be playing the Guardians who are at 500 I think and so that shows how bad the uh AL Central is at the moment so we'll have to see how that goes there but um yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to this and let's go ahead and talk about who's start, starting off so on Friday it could be JP France versus some guy named um Shohei Utuni. Oh, R- <laughs> oh, stop. You uh, know it's Shohei
0: Otani. I mean, Air- Air- guy was a-
1: next to Kyle Tucker at the all-star game. The guy, the guy the had no no <laughs> no reporters, and everybody was over Shohei.
0: Exactly. Shohei the guy that I think the Angels would be smacked out of their mind not to trade because right. you can get a king's ransom. And if you want them that bad trade away a bunch of prospects and go get them in the off season. If you're really going to pay the man, pay the man after you've gotten paid for letting him go. That would be a huge, a huge get for them. I don't know if they could do it, but look, Otani seven and four this year, he has had some blister issues. Mm-hmm. So you wondered going into the all-star break, was he going to play in the all-star game and all that stuff? Were they going to arrest him? And, you know, he was there, but look, he's going to start Eric. And J.P. France, this guy of his, you know, he's four and three, but he's got this guy's got six quality starts on the season. I really hope that J.P. France adds to his career best. And look, if J.P. France in this game can get 10 strikeouts, I will go with the J.P. France mustache. I will shave the beard and just keep the mustache. So J.P. France. You get no, you get 10 strikeouts, and I will go with the mustache. I'm actually going to put my mustache on the line in this one. 10 strikeouts against the Angels with Otani. I'm going just mustache.
1: Okay. Um, All right. Uh, That must be uh, something you're really confident about. And um, so, (laughs) okay, you go for it. Um, So definitely. Oh, I am. We're going to look a little bit at the pitching matchups. We'll go deeper into the rest of the pitching matchups, probably in tomorrow's show. But I do want to talk up uh, next about what Dana Brown said about the biggest needs as the trade deadline approaches. And then a little bit later, we'll take a look at what the Astros did with the rest of the draft picks. So this episode is brought to you by Sleeper.
0: Look, Sleeper is... An app that you can't sleep on. I'm telling you right now, if you go to sleeper.com and use a promo code locked on, you get up to a $100 match on your first deposit on your mobile phone. And I want to show you some of this. So I want to show you how this sets up here. You take a matchup, Otani and Ramirez. And you can bet the over or the under on how many strikeouts Otani is going to get versus how many hits Ramirez is going to get, so on and so forth. If you're going the Astros game, you can get Otani. You can get Tucker. You can get Bregman. You can get all these different things. And what's great about this is you can bet on more stats and more probabilities of various things than you can anywhere else. They are now offering 100 times the payout for up to eight picks, and that's all in game. You you get to get your money fast. It comes back to you fast. You don't have to wait on it. When you sign up, you'll get that deposit match up to $100. Place in game bets. Dynamic payouts are live. Entries can be made within 30 seconds or less. It's easy. Safe and fast withdrawals currently operational in over 30 states. So right now, go to your app store and get the sleeper app and use a promo code locked on and you'll get a hundred dollars match on your first mobile deposit. Check that out today. And don't forget to check out the Houston Astros as they play the Los Angeles angels of Anaheim Friday at 8 38 PM central standard time. Catch every pitch of the Astros hometown broadcast with Sirius XM and the SXM app search Astros.
1: Otani on the mound that's gonna be epic matchup it's always great to see him out there and he's having a a season that's probably going to set him up for a 600 million dollar deal that's what the players kind of are kind of predicting the contract he's going to get so I don't think that the Astros have any they're not even in the discussion to bring somebody in like Shohei Itani, but I think he's probably going to stay in on the West coast. I know a lot of Astros fans, especially after the all-star game have uh, been kind of putting his picture out there with them in Astros hat. And I'm not going to lie. It looks pretty good. I would love to see Shohei Itani as Astro. I just, A, I don't think they have the funds to go after him and B, I don't think you're going to like the package it's going to take to land somebody that can hit and throw like he can.
0: Well, you know, if you go back to a blockbuster trade like that, and I'm talking before Verlander, okay? I'm talking like Randy Johnson when we got him, and he came in, he right. was an Astro half of the season. That was a blockbuster deal. And, you know, Randy Johnson nearly put that team over the top. He was outstanding. He only lost one game. He was ridiculous in the second half. He got paid big time after that. But Kevin that's, Brown. but right, but that's the kind of move that it would be like, Eric. But back then, you didn't have a ton of buyers. There were only a few teams fighting for position, and this year you have way too many buyers and not enough sellers, right. and so it makes it tough. And again, for a rental, because we know Crane's not going to pay five hundred plus million for a player, it would be at the club's peril. Of course, we'd love to see it. I would love to see Otani in an Astros uniform. I would be the first in line to get an Otani Astros jersey, even if he was a rental. But it's just not going to happen. I think he stays on the West Coast, Eric, though. I think he goes to the Dodgers or even the Giants, somewhere like that. He's definitely not going to Seattle. Sorry, Mariners fans.
1: Right. Uh, So um, on Sports Talk 790, Dana Brown went ahead and said that the uh, number, I mean, He was kind of set up, uh, like uh, I think Sean Salisbury basically said. So going into trade deadline, what's your number one target right now? And so he said that was a tough question. Uh, Previously, he had said a left-handed power bat, somebody to maybe play first base or outfield or something like that. But he said the number one priority right now is a starting pitcher. He said when you don't get good starts, you go home. That's the main thing with the pitchers that we had go down. It could put us in a situation where we come up short or we don't get to the next round of the playoffs. So a good arm would be really, really helpful. The problem is there's not that many good arms out there. As you said, um, there's not a lot of home runs out there. There's not there may be a double a triple. There's a whole bunch of singles. And I made a list of a whole bunch of singles and all the teams that are available right now. But the problem is you have the expanded playoffs. You have all these teams that think they can still have a chance. Cause if you look at the AL East, everybody's above 500, even the Red Sox. And right. so it's just, it's hard to really say, Oh yeah, I think they're going to do it. And I, I see Shane Bieber's name there. The, uh, the guardians are, leading the central right now granted it's not a big lead so it's really hard we're just like what two weeks away from the trade deadline it's really too hard to know who the sellers are
0: well it's like let's go eat let's go get Luis rise from the marlins oh wait they're in it let's go get bieber oh wait they're in it you know a a realistic name would be really
1: guriel they're not trading no
0: Yuli come on guys no and what's weird is all those all those places that are talking about Yuli Gurriel were trashing him last year so so miss me with the with the fake Yuli love okay look we all love Yuli right Yuli will always be cherished as an astral will always be honored La Pena we love you but he ain't coming back here I mean look your guy at first I'm not gonna go there but look Here's the deal. Marcus Strowman is a name that comes to mind. You know, Marcus Stroman, I actually had heard some things, some negative things about him in the locker room. And I tweeted out about something like that one time. And he actually, he actually responded to me. And he was like, I guess they'll give anybody a, a blue check on Twitter. He kind of went at me. So look, if Stroman comes here, I'll, I'll become a big Stroman fan. I don't know that he likes me. He probably doesn't even remember me to be quite honest. You. Yeah. Thank you. Eric. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. <laughs> I was already knocking myself down a peg, but Eric just threw me on the face. Thanks for <laughs> kicking my dog while you're at it. No, right. but here, here's what I like what Dana said, because like you said, Sean set him up. Sean told him you have one option. You can't get two or three, you have one. And that's why he said, that's why he said pitching. And he said, if a, if, if you get a hitter, he can go on a streak and get cold. Okay. I mean, we know what Bagwell and did in the playoffs. Nothing compared to what Springer, Bregman, Correa, Altuve, any of those guys have done, Alvarez have done in the playoffs. So great hitters can get cold. If you go out and get a starter and you're able to pull a starter away from a team like the Cubs, someone like a Stroman, that would be a solid addition. And they did talk about going to a six-man rotation towards the end of August to give their guys some rest. I think pitching is their number one need. Think about it, everyone. We have Alvarez will be coming back. Altuve will be coming back. Urquidy will be back. Will be built back up. I think Urquidy actually plays a role in this year's postseason. Last year, it was to me almost criminal that they didn't use him hardly at all. The guy has three World Series wins for a reason – He is a good guy to be in the playoffs, and he doesn't have any tread off his tire this year because he's been on the shelf. So that may be a good thing. A well-rested arm once he's built up coming back. You go get me that starting pitcher. I have the Astros as a favorite going into the ALCS. I still have the Astros maybe facing the Braves. Um, I don't know anybody else out of the National League that's going to take the Braves. I know it's going to be tough. We'll have to face the Rays here. I honestly hope, Eric, that we face the Rangers in the ALCS. I won an all Texas ALCS because I would love more than anything to beat the Rangers of South Oklahoma. Just, it, w- it would be great. I would well, love
1: it. So we're one Texas. We love each other, right? Isn't that no. what the Rangers? There um, is all is fair in
0: love and war and this <laughs> is war. Okay. And it's yeah. called tough love.
1: Yeah. So the problem is if you look at the teams that are out of control, um, contention there's not a lot of names out there that are i'll w- I use the term sexy there are some names but all the other teams are in uh, contention are going to be going after them so looking at the a's the only pitcher i would go after is paul blackburn and that's a stretch he was he's one and one with the 4.86 era he's only made a handful of starts um, if you look at the royals there's not really anybody on there the only one i would think about but i don't think the royals would trade him because uh, he's still young enough, is Brady Singer? He's five and eight with a 5.80 ERA, but last year he was ten and five with the three point twenty three ERA. So he was a great pitcher last year. So let's switch over to the Central. Uh, the White Sox are a terrible team, and uh, Lance Lynn. Uh, he's five and eight with the six point zero three ERA. I've always thought that he's eventually going to become Astro Lucas uh, hmm. Giolito. He's six and five with the three point forty five ERA. Dylan Cease is the name that everybody wants. Uh, he's 3-3 three and three with a 4.30 ERA. He has a ton of strikeouts. Uh, then you switch to Tigers. The Tigers, the only name I would be interested in, in is Eduardo Rodriguez. He's 4-5 and five with a 2.64 ERA.
0: See, I like Eduardo Rodriguez's ERA this year, and I like Giolito's ERA. Giolito's pitched a lot better this year overall. And I, I think I mentioned somewhere on Twitter, I said, you know, the Astros can fix him. I just mean his inconsistency because when he's on, he's on. Right. If you can get good Eduardo Rodriguez, but what are the Tigers go- – because the Tigers are going to know the demand is high. What are they going to want in return? Because, dude, those – if any team's on a treadmill right now into nowhere, it's the Detroit Tigers. So who knows what they're going to want in return for anybody.
1: Right. Uh, so going over to National League um, – the Nationals, their team is terrible. Their pitching is terrible. Um, they have some young pitchers like Josiah Gray. They're not going to trade him. M- McKenzie Gore, they're not going to trade that him. So the only guy I can think that they'll trade is Trevor Williams. He's 5-5 five and five with a 4.45 ERA. And Patrick Corbin and that extremely large... Um, contract, but he's having a better year, 6-10 and 10 with a 4.89 ERA. The only way I think the Astros would actually trade for Patrick Corbin is if you can get maybe Joey Menensis um, uh, as a first base outfielder. Uh, he's not having as good a year as he did last year. He's a late blooming prospect. That's somebody that potentially- He's like, having a-
0: He's having a decent year, though, offensively. Wasn't he hitting over 300? Well, he's
1: batting 300, but not the same power. And I think the power is coming. So I've been picking him up in fantasy baseball. So if y'all want to, I think that surge is coming. But I'm saying uh, maybe to dump Patrick Corbin's contract, that may be how they try to do it by um, throwing him out there. Uh, If you look at the Mets, I mean, we can want for Max Serger and Justin Verlander. I just don't think they could do that. <laughs> Carlos Carrasco is a guy that I can see them trading, but he's 3-3 three three with a five sixteen ERA. URA. Now, the Cardinals are the team, uh, before we uh, talk about something else, is a team I really want to look at. It, they have some interesting starters, m- mainly Jordan Montgomery. I don't know if they would trade him. But he's yes. a left-handed starter. He's six and seven with a three point twenty-three ERA. He has a hundred and he has ninety-six strikeouts so far this year in one hundred and three innings. Jack Flaherty, he's a guy that I think with a change of scenery, he could become way better than he is with the Cardinals. He's six and five with a four point twenty-seven. And um, USA WBC hero Miles Mick- Michaelis. <laughs> Is five and five with a 4.23 ERA. So, but uh, Montgomery is the only guy I would really be interested in, but the Cardinals are just not a great team. So there's not a lot of teams right out, what, out of competition right now.
0: Well, it's like someone said, what about Blake Snell? Look, I just typed in the chat. Blake Snell is one of the best pitchers right now in baseball. There's no way he's getting out of San Diego, and the price you'd have to pay to get him out of San Diego would be astronomical look. The price is high. The market is a buyer's market. If you are, if you are actually, it's a seller's market. I'm sorry. If you have prospects or you have a prospective pitcher or star, you can demand the moon. And let me tell you something if you don't know that you can be given the moon every day, but I could tell you, You could wear some clothes that would make you look like you hung the moon, like bird dogs. Unbelievable. These shorts are next level. I'm talking 2022 World Series bird dogs stretch khaki shorts. They're designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and the leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Look, I wear my bird dogs and people are like, it must have been leg day. (laughs) Like, you know, while I'm drinking out of my bird dog's tumbler, that's correct. The shorts are the exact same thing as the Lululemon, but they fit way better. And they're for dudes, all right? They fit way better than regular shorts. They have fixed the issue of stiff fabric from your khaki shorts that you really don't like wearing. They invented this cloud knit fabric that looks like khaki but it stretches and again makes you look way slimmer. And look, guys, we all know we could lose a few pounds, but if you don't want to, and you just want to keep enjoying the summer, get Bird Dogs. They also use anti stink wicking fabric that keeps you cool. So go to birddogs.com, go sl- slash locked on MLB and enter the promo code locked on MLB for your free Yeti style tumbler like I have here on camera. I promise you it'll keep your cold drinks cold. Keep your hot drinks hot and it is a Yeti style tumbler. It's a great thing and one of the many reasons why I call bird dogs the best shorts in the business. And if you and your buddies need a place to hang out, Hooters is the place to go. Whether you are in Sugarland, Pearland, Galveston, Humble, Stafford, anywhere in between, they have you covered. Monday's they have buy one, get one wings. Tuesdays, $9.99 burgers and fries. Wednesday, buy one, get one boneless wings. Thursday, $19.99 wings and Big Daddy Bundle. Friday, $19.83 crab legs. Kids eat free on Saturday and Sunday. Also, Monday through Friday, they have happy hour from 2 to 7 and 10 p.m. to close. $3 Blue Moon drafts and nine ninety nine dollars 99 Ultra pitchers are there for any occasion, no matter what sport you're watching, whether it's Astros, UFC, or anything in between. And let me tell you about a couple special events. A Ditch Day bus trip Thursday, August 24th, versus the Red Sox in Section 133. Ask Rosie about tickets. Tickets are limited. They will feed you before, take you to the game in the bus. You get to hang out with the world-famous Hooters girls, and then come back. And then, ain't no thing but a chicken wing tailgate, August 5th. Their parking lot events are always a blast. Get your cook team registered Today, while spots are still available and then one cool thing in Pearland they're doing a fundraiser from the 17th to the 31st through, um, of July halfway to Christmas for two weeks collecting donations for Toys for Tots so go check out Hooters why because Hooters makes you happy and the Astros play the Angels Friday 8 38 p.m central standard time catch every pitch of the Astros hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app search Astros
1: all righty so uh, moving on to um before we move on i guess um i did want to add that uh, dana brown did add a caveat he said that don't expect anything in the next few days he basically said that um with kind of the way the market is right now they are communicating with people but he doesn't expect any moves to be made anytime soon and it could come down to the last 72 hours or like we've seen in the past, remember exact Grinke trade where it happened like at the deadline. So uh, I think that just with the ex- expanded playoffs and people still thinking they're in it until literally the end of J- July, that's really why it's the August 1st is the trade deadline now. So that gives them that little extra day. I saw somebody mention, well, why don't you make it the 15th? Well, that's hmm. a little too long because uh, they do want some movement. They do want teams to decide which way they're going Um, So I think that's why they can't wait too long. So I think uh, the MLB and the Players Association did decide on August 1st versus going back too far. And before I move away from the Players Association, uh, the players, they do want a a longer pitch clock. And so uh, Rob Manfred, who wants his contract renewed pretty soon, says, (laughs) no, I'm doing great. Everything's fine. Um, Well, he also...
0: He he also did say that they are considering maybe not having the pitch clock in the playoffs or like he basically said altering it because he does think that it does have some negative effect on the game. And so he kind of admitted that. And I don't I don't have the entirety of his clips or full context, but that's I think that's basically the gist of what he was saying. One more thing about Dana Brown. He did say they asked him about Christian Javier. He said nothing's wrong with Javier, he was tired, he just needed a breather. And that's why, you know, he needed a rest. And so he said he thinks Christian Javier is going to pick things back up because he will pitch this weekend. So, Eric, to wrap things up, day three of the draft happened. The Astros got some real promising name. I'm just going to run through the names of the players they got in rounds 11 through 20, and then you can tell us about one or two local guys that we'll kind of hit on before we close out the show. We have Nahomar Ochoa Jr. out of Galena Park High School, Um, A 6'4 outfielder. We have Anthony Hueza, an outfielder, 6'2 out of a high school in California. James Hicks in the 13th round, a right-handed pitcher. Jackson Nuza, another right-handed pitcher, 6'1. Garrett Garrett Golame, catcher out of the University of Texas. Will Bush, a catcher out of Tyler Junior College, 6'4. Wow, it's a big kid. Colby Langford, left-handed pitcher, um, 6'3 out of Murray State. Um, Derek True, right-handed pitcher, 6'2", out of Cal Poly. Andrew Duncan, an outfielder, six-foot, out of A3 Academy in Florida. And Pascanal Ferreira is a shortstop, 5'10", almost how two they like, Western Carolina. Tell us about that 11th-round pick and why we should understand it's important for them to get a high school guy and why they drafted so many college guys with them.
1: Well, if you remember the other show, we did talk about them going with a lot of the college seniors because it's a lot e- uh, easier to sign them and you can probably sign them below slot value. So somebody like Ochoa, he's a local guy, Galena Park, he's committed to the University of Houston. Uh, you may have, because he 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 has a short commute time to work, uh, to school, uh, he may be able to up his uh, value if he goes at um, and goes to college because right now he's in 11th round. If he goes to college for three years, he could up himself all the way up to the 6th, 5th round, uh, depending on how good he is. So uh, the Astros may have to go above slot value to sign somebody like him, a local guy. So that's something that you can see. And um, they have a couple other, like the um, um, the outfielder from California also is a high school guy. So uh, that's why you go ahead and set up – the you i mean that's why you kind of go up and do the college senior route um it's it's something that we've seen teams do before we don't have a clifford like we did last year where you had to like go really above and beyond to really sign him or or lance mccullers uh junior in that one draft where we chose correa over buxton but it's just a way that you have the ability to um sign somebody over the the uh the slot value if needed
0: Well, yeah. And, you know, something I like about um, Garrett um, Colomay out of the University of Texas 2023, the kid hit 291 with 11 home runs, get an OPS of 942 and on base percentage of 400, slugging 541. Um, This kid can hit the long ball. Um, The cool thing about Tyler, about the Tyler junior college kid, Will Bush, is is he's only 19, but in his 154 at bats, he hit 357. Um, his slash line was 510 617 and 1.127 OPS so look you never know at the end of the day what's going to come of these draft picks fredis nova actually just retired from baseball oh. um, it was announced by um, it was announced by um Kenny van Dorn with Astros future fredis nova was once one of the most highly sought after infield right. prospects for the Houston Astros And because of ACL injuries and because of injuries, he just said he can't do it anymore. And he said probably one of the nicer guys that he's gotten to meet and interact with. So Fritis Nova at 24 hangs his hat up. So, again, there was a guy with a lot of promise that I I remember when they drafted him. I actually invested in a couple of his cards because I thought he was going to be the next best thing at his position. And you just never know. It's a crapshoot. But you hope that all these kids at some level – reach some sort of success and obtain their dreams at a certain level right
1: yeah uh, to close out the show speaking of bleak uh, injuries injuries and oblique injuries i know everybody's like why do the astros have three bleak injuries all of a sudden but there's currently 17 players in um baseball right now dealing with uh oblique injuries and the um, astros just happen to have three of them so congratulations astros stretch you boys you don't need to <laughs> yeah. stretch so the good news is that means that down the stretch, the Astros will get healthy and get Jose or Kitty back and get a lot of the players back. So that's all we got for this edition of the Locked On Astros podcast. Make sure you go ahead and check out the Astros versus the Angels. Shohei Atani on the mound on SiriusXM. Just uh, download the SXM app and search Astros and uh, you're not going to throw I me off. I am uh, I'm a teacher. I get booed all the time. So, But anyway, uh, go and make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Go and make this your first listen and um, go, become an everyday or somebody that listens to our podcast well every day. So that's all we got and we'll see you next time and ghostros, ghostros.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Eric. I had to get you. <laughs>